Good morning, everybody. Lovely to have Katie Howell here today. And Carly, how are you? All good, my side, Jules. How's everyone doing today? Fantastic. Really good. Thanks, ladies. Really good. Yes. So lovely to have you here, Katie. Um, obviously sporting one of your classic head pieces. Yes. <laughs> Hide the mane that's underneath this hat. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it's becoming a bit of a signature look for you. Unless this was pre-business, you've always worn hats, have you? Yeah. Always, been, always been a hat girl. I've not, I've not been blessed with lovely hair, so it's always been something that I've been able to pull off, and it hides all sins. <laughs> that is my hair. That hairstylists have a go at me for every time I go to hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so great to have you on. As you know, the Spa Sisters' main mission is to engage, disrupt, transform the therapist experience, and bring voices together. And we've had such. Um, some incredible guests on the show uh, and really wanting to kind of amplify therapists experiences in a very authentic way uh, we met uh, in spring this year or with it in 2022 um, and yeah I, we kind of hit it off didn't we yeah and got chatting and haven't stopped since <laughs> I don't know if we've been productive <laughs> It, a chat is always good so um, but no on a more serious note um, you kind of explained to me that you set up your own business as a spa consultant mm. um, as I delved more into your backstory and your life I think it means a lot more to you than just you know running a business there's a, a lot of heart and soul and passion behind your mission so mm. Please start by letting us know um, where it all began for you mm -hmm. and and why you are doing what you're doing. Sure. Um, so I've been in the industry, um, the spa industry, for 17 years and had the privilege of working with some of the most luxury, biggest brands out there in spa world. Um, and basically, I was not very clever at school. I didn't enjoy school. And college for me, my mum told me to go and do beauty because I loved doing nails on myself. And... It made me realise that I wasn't stupid, which is what I believed I was in school. I, I just wasn't passionate about education in the sense of academy. But when I started to actually do beauty, like the first massage I ever learned, I remembered instantaneously and remember it till this day. And it wasn't because I was stupid. It was because I just wasn't passionate about what I was being taught in school. And so that was the first trigger for me that I realised that, you know, when you're truly passionate about something, you it 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 removes every barrier that you have that you get told you've got. So that was the first start. And then I become a therapist and I was working for Steiner now called One Spa World, which is the biggest kind of like contract on cruise ships and spas. And it's hard work, um, but I absolutely loved it. And I've come to realize how vital a therapist role is in somebody's life. I changed so many people's lives that I got to meet. And I had husbands come up to me, hug me. I had almost love letters saying that they changed I've changed the way they look at themselves and that they now feel like a new person and I literally and it was the husbands for me because husbands would come up to me and go I don't know what you did in that one hour but my wife is happy again mm -hmm. and I realized then that I had a very I, that therapists have a very 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 important role in people's lives and no matter who you are or what your background is if you're a therapist 
you go into it to help people and to get to give them results, whether it's through physical or mental well-being, like you have the opportunity to touch every single person you have in, in every hour on the hour. Um, but then the other side to that is that there's so many therapists that don't get told how special and important they are. And that's from how the, the spa builds are designed to management, to hotel management, to guest experiences with therapists. And there's many reasons behind that. But for me, I know that from my own personal experience, working with, with you know, with over 14,000 different women and men, especially on their skin, because I was very skin orientated, that you can literally impact so in such a powerful way and it's a positive way and so that was my journey and that's my realization with being a therapist and then when I went into management I realized how how managers have how they don't impact therapists in the right way and so what I mean by that is I was given really good managers and really bad and I learned from both and I realized the managers that weren't necessarily the best were the ones that were very kind of focused on the result on the money side of it, which I know is important in a, in a business, but I also believe that as a manager, you're a leader, and for you to get that outcome of a positive kind of outcome where your bottom line is looking pretty good, you have to care about your team. Your team is your money, you, and, that, and that is where, you know, I think so many ma managers fell down, and I fell down to start off with, and so I then realized that that wasn't the case, that it was actually all about my team. And I, all I cared about was my team. And so when I went into management, that's what I did. And then um, moved to Norway after I finished with Steiner, my last management contract. I opened, oh, I didn't open, I redeveloped a spa there, bring a new team in. It was an under, underdeveloped spa that was basically left to ruin because the hotel management, the owner of the hotel didn't know what to do with it. So I showed that it was an actual asset to the hotel and not a drain. It had the most beautiful views over over um like the Norwegian coastline like it was stunning it was a boutique hotel but it had it all the love had been ripped out from it and the community around it didn't enjoy it and so we, we spent a whole year building that community back up and again that's when I started to appreciate how important community support is especially for a hotel that's maybe in the middle of nowhere which our hotel was is very much um seasonal based so through the winter when you know nobody was coming to us our community is what kept us going and making us, you know, keeping the, you know, that that actual um, bottom line healthy, if that makes sense. Once I realised I didn't want to learn Norwegian, I then come out and moved back to the UK and was blessed to be able to be given the chance to work with a company called Soho House. And they were opening up the Soho Farmhouse. Um, and I was the opening manager of the Cowshed Spa there, the biggest cowshed to date. Um, and the most successful opening to date as well. Um, we had a nine-room spa um, with hot tubs, jacuzzis, the Cowshed Island. It was beautiful. And we kicked um, from the get-go, even when we didn't have half the spa available, because typical Soho House style, we just opened when we opened. Um, we basically just worked it, managed it, and it never had one complaint. We never had anyone complaining about the therapist. The team were happy. I kept 99% of my team for the first year, which is very, very rare. And basically, by the time I left, it still had about 10 original therapists working for me, um, which, again, is also very rare in the spa hospitality. And they introduced all their friends into the spa. Um, and so for me, that was kind of where um, I left being working for employment because I realized then what we ha what happened with the cow shed was become so successful that we needed to get bigger. So Nick Jones, the well, 
the the founder of Soho House said, Kate, do you need a bigger spa? And I said, I do. Um, and so we actually took um, um, actual kind of space off the food and beverage department, which never happens. It normally is the food and beverage taking space from the spa, but we took some, so we took one for the team. Um, and we literally um, changed that. And we went from a nine room spa to a 13 room spa and we got bigger. We realized what our market wanted, which was more treatment rooms than experiences because obviously Soho is an experience in itself. So I was able to work with the architects, the interior designers that build. And I realized then that the biggest problems that spas face when it comes to operations and, and team management is the actual build of the spa. It's never built to be operationally successful. And that's when I realized that's where my calling was. And, and so I basically left Soho in 2019, February. I slightly um, threw a wobble and then went to work for a company in London, which I was like, what am I doing? Because again, they I, I basically got brought in to sort their spa out, but there was issues within the upper management. And so I thought best to leave until they that issues were sorted out and then I thought do you know what it's, it's the right time now to actually start my own business and so in September 2019 KH Bar Consultancy was born with a with a with a, um, a vision of actually building spas to be operationally and therapist successful and not client success because all spas are built to look beautiful but not all spas are built to actually make actually make the people that work there and live there actually happy and then retaining the staff as well so that is where I am and that basically is what kickstart KH Bar Consultancy. Oh my gosh where do we start Jules? <laughs> oh, well resonating first of all 100% on that whole area of spas are not built with a therapist in mind <laughs> I've been saying that as well for years get a therapist to help build it or help yeah. design it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And and the team, the team, you're absolutely right. Uh, that's the team is everything. And I love what you said there about the team is your money, is your investment, it's your it's your future. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So you you know, that's it just feels like you've had lots of natural progression within the industry. You know, you were a therapist, you did a lot of hard work on the ships. Mm went to management, took it on even further. And so it just feels like you were kind of making those decisions, but feels like a natural route to go. Um, get Starting from when you started your business, mm. this has been a, a new journey for you, hasn't it? So you've figured out what your goal is. You've figured out what your mission is. You've mm. figured out all this stuff from all those years and mm. that experience. But now comes a new challenge. Mm -hmm. How do you set up, run <laughs> your own business as a one woman band? You know, yeah. where are you getting your support from? You know, mental support, emotional support, you know, financial support. How do you do that? That's a big thing to set up. It is. And it was really, really scary. Um, and actually, I'm going to be completely honest, we had to. Um, so I was living in Banbury because obviously it's with Soho um, and my partner and myself were like, right, we want to we both wanted to set up our own businesses. And we both thought, well, we haven't got kids. We haven't got massive you know, responsibility. So let's let's do it. Now's the time. Obviously, we didn't know COVID was coming. Um, and so we decided to, um, Miles's parents have got a beautiful house um, that is big enough to be able to have four people living it and not step on each other's toes. So we made the conscious decision to try and save all our money and put it into business businesses. So we actually moved back in with Miles's parents. 
Um, and we basically started it then. Um, I had absolutely no clue as to what I was doing. And to be honest, I still really haven't got no clue as to what I'm doing. I'm just winning it half the time. Um, I only figured out that I needed certain insurances like in the last couple of weeks. I didn't even know what those were. So, you know, like... <laughs> and no clue. <laughs> um, all I knew, all I know is I know what I'm talking about when it comes to spas. And that is the that was the driving factor, is because I knew that I I could go and work in a cut in for a company and make, you know, a nice six-figure salary because I can help build their spas and blah 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 and grow their spas, but that would be limited to me to one company. And I know that I there are so many people out there that need the support that I have in my head. Um and I thought, you know, that's just being, you know, selfish to one company. I need to be selfless and give me to everyone. Yeah. Um, and I built, a, I built a um a website. I spent like two, three grand on a website, and I didn't even start my business yet. Um, and that basically that website hasn't changed. So I probably need to change that at some point. <laughs> um, I was very lucky. I have to say, I had three builds through word of mouth off the back. Um, straight away. Um, now, don't get me wrong. Those two of those builds, unfortunately, um failed due to covid and they kept getting pushed back pushed back but then the finances or they built over the spa layout to where it's going to be and just little things like that so they now unfortunately um we are no longer um work going ahead but there is one in in, in um oxford that was still waiting for approval um but you know i was very lucky in that sense so i got money straight from the, the get-go but then then i had a baby in 2021 so that happened and obviously COVID happened. So, you know, I'm I'm honest, I still live with uh, my mother-in-law. She is the most amazing woman in the world. I've got my, my father-in-law. I thought, thought you were going to say she's the most annoying woman in the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, she probably thinks I am, because all I talk about is spas. <laughs> um, um, but no, she's, you know, they've been phenomenal. They have got their, they have been our support, um, wow. actually, because, you know, it takes a lot of money to start a business. I am with what we do. I have to travel a lot. So I have the most amazing partner, um, Miles. He has taken a back step in his business and has allowed me to fulfill and to kind of go after my, my passion and my, my job. So he's now the stay at home dad. Um, he looks after the baby. Um, and we you know whenever I get time, like Monday, I spent all day with her, just me and her all, all by ourselves. And it was, it was bliss. But what I want to be able to do is set up my company um, where it's successful enough that I can actually, when she's old enough to realize that I'm not around all the time, that I can pick her up from school. And the business is, is self-sufficient in that sense. And so there's lots of things going on that's going to help yeah. me be achieved. Mm. Achieve I mean, first of all, I think you're kind of smashing those stereotypes of what it means to be successful. Mm. You know, we all think we have to go out alone and somehow you know work our way up a ladder to afford to get accepted for a mortgage to get your first house and and that having your owning your own home you know is the key to success and you know you've really kind of gone the the route of what's sustainable what's conscious what you know if I would take this even deeper you know you you moving in with your in-laws um is actually quite a, a very normal regular thing for many cultures to live with their family yeah. you know living with your family isn't seen as as an adult isn't seen as a failure it's 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 community it's family it's it's completely okay and mm. in this country it's very different isn't it it's mm. sort of like 
you know, turn 18, off you go, mm. come back for roast dinner, possibly <laughs> on a Sunday, <laughs> yeah. but off you go again. And I, I mean, that's just a very general statement. So please don't, you know, quote me on that. But um, it feels like you're okay with these choices because you've got your focus, you've got the bigger goal at hand. Tell me about, I know you mentioned before to me about the decision you made to have a mentor. How's that impacted your business? Yeah, so I um, I was procrastinating for about a year. So once I had the baby, I just sat staring at LinkedIn, looking at everyone doing really well and then thinking, why aren't, why aren't I? Why aren't I getting contacts? Why aren't I getting leads? And it was because I wasn't putting myself out there. And so um, I there was two things that changed for me in the past couple of months. Um, it was one, I, a client that, listened to my story and was interested in me was interested in what a spark consultant was um because they didn't realize they needed me until they had a chat with me um and they were like you need to get on and tell your story because it's in- it's really interesting um and also then I got introduced to a lovely lady called Kylie and Kylie is now my business mentor and she just got me out of my head everything that I know she got on paper and I think that's the biggest thing I think a lot of the entrepreneurs are like they they have all these ideas but then because they don't put them on paper or when they go to put them on paper it all goes out of their head it's normally these ideas come when you're in the car or when you're in the yeah. shower and they're yeah. great ideas but you, you you forget to log them and so she spent one full day just listening she asked me a question and let me just roll and we were there for a whole eight hours and she wrote down everything and then she started to actually go right this is what you do this is what you are this is and I was like oh my gosh like where have you been all my life (laughs) and and this was and it's literally she changed and she made me feel empowered she made me feel that I knew what I was doing she got me she stopped me procrastinating she got me to do the LinkedIn lives and that has been a massive um, boost in my business for me because again I'm not very good at writing things I'm dyslexic so I don't it takes me about 10 hours to write one post so she goes well don't do that Kate do what you're good at and you're good at talking live so do it and nobody else is doing it on LinkedIn and it really has massively um, pushed my my LinkedIn profile forward I got people randomly messaging me going what do you do and then I got managed around I got people just messaging like not messaging like on like if I go to an event they're like I know you and I know your hat and like I said <laughs> I've become you know LinkedIn famous and you know so it's just funny how things happen but I think like everything happens when it's meant to I truly believe that and I wasn't ready for this busyness a couple of months ago I think I was dealing with postnatal depression I didn't realize it at the time um, but now looking back, my my like fog, the brain fog, all of that stuff that I thought was just, you know, maybe me craving sugar all the time. I'm not a sugary person. I'm a very much a savory person. I was craving cakes all the time. And now I don't crave any of that stuff. And I realized it was just I, my body was getting back to normal. I was putting stress on my pressure on myself to be, you know, this perfect person to be having this, you know, successful business. Yet yeah, rocking it as a new 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 mum. And it just doesn't work that way. Um, and you know we're all human and you know and I've come out of it again it's another learning curve for me to be able to support those that maybe go through something similar because now I've been through it I can actually talk about it and I'm okay about it you know and it's it, what you are just picking up on what you said there when you said the first year you were mm-hmm. just sat watching LinkedIn and how everyone was successful mm-hmm. um, but what I think we as new mums or you know we fail to connect the dots that we've just had a baby and it's really hard to have all this freedom and and inspiration and and dreams and goals of how you want your career to go and then when you have a baby you really do 
you know, the only job at that moment in time in those early days is to keep that baby happy and alive. Um, and so why do we beat ourselves up about that? That's that's kind of the role that we take on in those early days. Mm-hmm. And a lot of women can't sit with it and can't be present in that moment because pre-children, all that was there for us was go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, boom, you're down to mm-hmm. earth with a thud mm-hmm. in a room watching CBBS all day. <laughs> and, you know, and then you feel like a failure. But actually that's not failure you've just created a human being you're tired you need to sleep you need to nurture yourself you need to nurture the baby but we struggle to be present with that because Mm. we set ourselves so high um, and we expect ourselves to bounce back so quickly and then what happens then is we find that sometimes we miss those precious first Mm. moments um which is a whole nother topic that I could start (laughs) I won't sidetrack but I just didn't want you to when you said you know you felt like you you were sort of watching everyone's success whilst you're sat there feeling like a failure Mm. you know it just it saddens me to think that lots of women might be going through that same Mm. feeling because we're you know actually you're super human and (laughs) super woman and super mama and you're doing it all so definitely give yourself a pat on the back for that pat on the back for that thank you I I will yeah (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) definitely do (laughs) oh Julie have you got anything else we want to talk to Katie about what are your next steps yeah I mean I mean who do you want to inspire I mean you know I I can hear in your voice and I and and like see the way that you speak about it that this passion for the for the therapist so, I mean, are, th- are these the people that you want to inspire or you want to inspire more business owners to be a bit more mindful and conscious about their teams? I suppose that's a really good question. I kind of want, I, I want to inspire everyone to appreciate what spas are. I think, if I, and this is my own personal opinion on UK spas. UK spas are boring. They don't, they, they don't create fun and for me I'm all about fun like wellness for me is there's so many different ways that you can look at wellness and I feel there's only one person or one certain group of people talking about what wellness is but wellness means so so many different things to so many different people like for me wellness is going to Ibiza and have the time of my life which is the complete <laughs> opposite to what other people might class as wellness but my soul is recharged by that type of music by being around people that are just as like having as much fun like that for me is what my kind of wellness is you know or going for a coffee with my friends and having a good two hour four hour chat and I think what I want to be able to do going forward with my consultancy is inspire therapists to know how important they are and how how what a what a gift they have to be able to do what they do I want to inspire hotel owners and you know on hoteliers to build spas that have got character that have got soul that have got momentum I want to then I want to inspire people to go I want to inspire men to go to spas because men need it just as much as we do but we need to make spas more accessible to the alpha male man I put a um, I put a video of an experience of thunder and lightning and it's took off um in and it's in it's in Milan it's a beautiful spa in Milan and they're very very different in how they approach spas um and they sit you sit there and literally you're in what feels like a the sea and then all around you is thunder and lightning and rain and it's the most and I've had so many men going I want to go to that spa you know I there was a there was a I saw something on 
um, Instagram, I'm not of course 100% right, all the statistics are right, but more men under the age of 35 die of suicide than they do of any other disease. And that for me is, that is, that, that literally brings tears to my eyes because there's so much that men should be able to, you know, go to and have those chats and have that fun and have that like relax and be able to breathe and I think spas have to adapt to this we, we're we're our, the society is moving is come is going away from the typical let's go in let's have a facial let's have a massage and let's have let's relax here with a cup of tea herbal and then let's leave feeling renewed it doesn't work that way like, our lives are stressful we want fun we want to be adventurous and I want to be able to have that inside spas because spas have that and then therapists will enjoy it because it's so different mm. and it's and they can bring out their own character and I want therapists to be themselves in spas I don't want them to be this hi sir hi madam so yes there is particular spas that I will never work with because that's their type of client I get that but I want to build spas and I want to create spas that have meaning that people want to go back to time and time again because it takes them out of their life and allows them to be them and that's kind of what I want to do I want to inspire all spas to be different to have personality to have a soul to have something that people go in and they feel instantly and they connect to it instantly rather than just going into a spa having the same generic massages the same facials everything's the same it all looks and feels beautiful that's what spas are but what else can we give what's the next dimension to spas and that's what I'm trying to bring forward now with consultancy I think what yeah I, what you're saying there really is so true and uh, male therapists as well I'd like to mm. see more male therapists yes. in spa. Uh, but yeah I guess from what you're saying from the very root that trickles down into supporting therapists so therapists um, I know you have a, a great network of therapists that you work with and you do a course for them in skincare Yes, um, which is fantastic. But I guess, you know, your fundamentals are from the root. How can that ripple through to mm -hmm. that operational success? Yes. Um, watch this space, guys, because fabulous 80 years on a roll oh yeah and <laughs> fire. I, I do believe honestly Katie when we met I, I do feel like you're a bit of a game changer in our industry I've never shied away from saying that and you know I think that's fantastic it's refreshing it's what what the industry needs and then what will happen in the future you know fresh faces fresh ideas mm -hmm. it's exciting times ahead it is it is and I think you know and I say there's no disrespect to any anyone any spot that's being built or created I just feel that now with what we the society that we have and the you know what people are looking for is to have out of these world experiences I feel spas need to watch that because we you know I spoke to one client he and he said okay I want a spa that lives on forever and that's a hard that's a hard thing to to do but for that to happen you have to look at what what human humans do but primarily we want community we want fun we want to enjoy our lives we get one life and we want to live it and we want to be able to spend that with people that we love and if we want to laugh we should be able to laugh and not feel like we're in a library and you know and all these types of things that you know that are that are still present unfortunately in some spots not all I see and I'm seeing I'm speaking to spa consultants and I'm seeing the change and that's just for me that's just phenomenal and um, but I just feel it still needs to go in that step further so hopefully that's where I'll kick yep. in wow. and there's one more thing I would want to add that that, that that whole approach can address is you know we all hear about burnout but you've equally on the other side you've got bore out 
yes. my therapists are actually getting bored with being in 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 that same old same old mm-hmm. and I think if we're looking at the uh the problems that some people are having in terms of staff retention I mean who wouldn't want to stay connected to a spa that is just full of those experiences and fun and different different ways of creating I ha- I'm absolutely convinced that that will be a game changer as well in terms of staff retention or exactly. even attracting talent talent exactly. talent attraction yeah and definitely and make it and creating spas that work with certain therapists skill sets yeah you know like being 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 like you know being very niche in what you are actually creating because yeah. then you attract the right clients the right therapist the right team and it will just be right yep yeah. you know perfect lovely great oh, well thank you for um joining us today You're and um thank you for inviting me <laughs> and if you want to learn more about katie um Katie, can you share your Instagram handle and uh, your LinkedIn connections, please? Very quickly. But my LinkedIn is Katie Howell, so KH Bar Consultancy. That's my LinkedIn. <laughs> my Instagram <laughs> is my daughter. <laughs> so it's Kate underscore Aurora, but it's going to be more work and good stuff on there. But I try to keep it very me so people get yeah. to know who I am. <laughs> mm, wonderful lovely so you can reach katie through those channels and then also us through our email spa sisters podcast at gmail.com and at spa sisters podcast on linkedin instagram facebook youtube comment like share and follow us join us and we can't wait to um, keep this going and see what you get up to next katie super thank you so much katie bye bye everyone